Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Chase McAndrew podcast. I'm your host, Chase McAndrew. And before we get into my review of From Russia with Love, which I apologize of the late timing, but before we get into this review, I want to honor somebody from the Bond family, uh, Honor Blackman, who played Bond girl Pussy Galore in not this film, but the next film, a third Bond film, Goldfinger. Uh, she died on April 5th, 2020, at age 94. Um, she was one of the best Bond girls of them all. Um, for a movie made in, from a, a movie released in 1963, um, she was for for her to be one of the, one of the most popular and one of the best Bond girls of them all. Really shows what the character was and what she did with the character as an actress. I will miss her dearly. She was great person for what I heard and um, she'll be missed by not only me but the rest of the Bond family as well so R.I.P. Honor Blackman so on to the review of now from Rush with Love uh, directed by Terrence Young uh, produced by Cubby Broccoli and Harry Salzman uh, written by Richard Maybaum based on the book from Rush with Love again by Ian Fleming Released in the UK on October 10th of 1963 and April 8th, 1964 in the United States. And it obviously stars Sean Connery as James Bond, uh, Daniela Bianchi or Bianchi as Tatiana Romanova. Uh, she was dubbed by Barbara Jefford, uh, Pedro Armendaderes, I think that's how you say his name, as Karen Bay. Uh, Wachi Lenya as Rosa Kleb and Robert Shaw as Red Grant, the main villain of the film. Um, this movie, if you if you've seen my Doctor No review, I love that film. It's a great opening, it's a great introduction to this Bond world. But this film is my favorite Connery Bond film. I absolutely love this movie. It is. A Cold War thriller that technically has nothing to do with the Cold War. This movie was the this movie is slower than Doctor No. This movie is not one of those movies like I said with 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 Doctor No. How it it's 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 a get in get get out type of thing. This movie is not that. This movie is definitely a spy thriller. Um, slow pace, tension building, and everything in many, many scenes of this film. And from for a movie that that was released in 1963, that's that's pretty impressive, if you ask me. That it holds up after because because it was a different time then. And for a movie that is paced to me perfectly, even though it is a slower film, I am I am never once bored by this film i i i was never i i i am never not wanting to watch this movie it it's it's so good and they tweaked bond a little bit in this movie the character of bond in like like i said in my doctor no review he's a little stern he's a little bit do this, do that. In this movie, he he does do that, but he's also the smooth guy that we know from 
that will become in Goldfinger throughout the rest of the franchise. In this movie, he's that, but he's also stern. But Connery is, once again, I mean, he he is spectacular in this movie. Sean Connery is amazing. Um, because she's dubbed, I can't really tell if her acting is great, but from what I could see in her face, Daniela Bianchi was very good. Uh, Barbara Jefford did a good job dubbing her. And I, I and and when usually when you dub an actress, um, especially nowadays, it's because they're not the greatest actress. I, I just think that back then it was probably more of they maybe she didn't speak the best of English. I don't know, or she was maybe hard to understand at points. But many many women in the Bond franchise, especially at this time, um, were dubbed by um many actresses um but she she was um she was dubbed and i don't, I don't have a problem with that i i i i i just i i mean it's what they did back then so but she she is a she she does very good she is very attractive i mean she she is maybe my favorite Bond girl of the Bronson era, of of just from just attractiveness. I'm, I mean, she is she or not the Bronson era, the 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 Connery era. Wow, I am definitely I am definitely definitely losing it. But in all seriousness, though, she was good in the film. Um, Pedro Armet Arm. I can't say this guy's name. I'm and I'm reading it off. Armen Dieres. Armen Dieres at Kieran Bay. Kieran Bay is a character, and Pedro, and the actor plays him very, very well. He he is the archetypal um, friend or contact that you, you that you get throughout this franchise. That to me, he's still the best. But as we get through this series more and more, there are many, many. Um, there there are many many other characters in this film that try and be what what Karen Bay is and they just don't live up. There's a couple of them that are good, but Karen Bay is I would say probably the best contact that Bond has ever had in this franchise. Um Lottie Lottie or Vlot Lenya However, say her name. Um, as Rosa Klebb, she was a um, she was she was a mo- she was a model in her younger years. She was a little bit older in this film, probably in her fifties, late fifties. Um, she's just evil. This character of Rosa Klebb is evil, evil. Sorry, mom. She's an evil, evil bitch. She is an evil to the core human being in this movie. She 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 she's a she's a a, a defector of the Soviet Union who came over from who came over to Spectre, and yeah, she's uh, she's 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 the devil in this movie. And then Robert Shaw, if you recognize that name, um, he is Quint in in Jaws. He's the he's the boat captain with the uh, 
mustache and the and, and the long chops for sideburns. Uh, he is the, 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 this is one of his early early roles and uh, doesn't say a lot until the third act of this movie. I, mean, I don't think he says anything until the third act of this movie. To be to be honest with you, but he's impressive in this movie. He is very scary. He he's the blonde henchman stereotype stereotype that we will see throughout this entire franchise. And he is by far the best blonde henchman because he's actually a a well-written, well-rounded character. And Robert Shaw plays him perfectly. He is such a good character. And Red Grand is by far the best blonde henchman bad guy throughout this entire franchise. By far. By far. Um, the opening to this movie, I remember when I first saw this movie... When I was a kid, and by the way, I like my Doctor No review. Full on spoilers. Um, the opening to this movie is spectacular. It's two and a half minutes, two minutes forty something seconds, somewhere around there, of Red Grant chasing around Bond, and you don't know it yet. That it's not actually Bond. It's 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 a guy in a Bond mask. So what they did is they the entire time basically Connery is his face is very his face is very um, emotionless. It's 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 it, not a lot of facial movement in the first uh, couple minutes, and his face looks weird. It looks rubbery with the makeup that they used and it, and it sets up the character of Red Grant so well it, it it just sets him up as as an evil evil guy and a very scary scary villain for Bond to go up against and the effect of the mask when he kills the fake Bond when the mask comes off you can tell it's obviously not it, it doesn't look the best it, it, it looks like Connery sort of but the movie also, excuse me, one second, I gotta take a drink of water. My voice is gravelly today. <coughs> excuse me. The, the, the opening, <coughs> excuse me, I'm so sorry. The, uh, the uh, opening, uh, like I said, is, is a great setup for Red Grant, the character, and makes him terrified, and Connery, also in that scene, like I said, they don't make him uh, move his face very often. But he is—he's um, good. In, he's good in the opening scene, and and it really shows what Red Grant can do. I just wish that maybe for a second, maybe maybe may, not a second longer, but maybe for a few seconds longer, they could have maybe held off. Because immediately after Grant takes down the fake Bond, they show that it's a training facility, and the lights turn on, and it's like, oh man, I wish they would have held that off for a couple more seconds. But, you know what? I'm fine with it, because it gets the movie going. Um, the opening, and then it immediately cuts into the opening titles, and if I really had a problem with this movie, it would probably be that. Um, the opening titles of this movie are very strange because 
I don't mind that there are women legs and arms and faces and other body parts being projected onto. It's just sometimes the movement they make, these women make it, you can't see um, what the credit is. There is a credit that I cannot see and it's maybe 10 lines of credits. Couldn't tell what it was. Couldn't, it, this woman was, was belly dancing or whatever and this credit was on her stomach and you couldn't see anything of this credit. But and I like the song, the, the songs that are in the credits, but it's just the, the what's what, what we are seeing. Um, I, I, it's kind of hard to see past that. Um, but that's it for the opening credits. I like them. Uh, I like the music in it. I like, like Dr. No that doesn't actually have a, an opening, uh, song, just music. Uh, the song from Russia, from Russia with love is actually in the movie. Uh, it's not, um, it is not a, uh, a title song. It's, it's throughout the film, uh, in a, in a couple spots. Um, uh, and then the, the movie starts and you have a character named Kronstein who works for the organization Spectre. He's in a chess match. He wins a chess match. He has to go see Blofeld. Blofeld and Rosa Kleb are there. Rosa Kleb just defected from the, from the Soviet Union to Spectre. And then the movie kicks off. And um, the guy who played... Doctor or, or Professor Dent in Doctor No, uh, the guy who puts the spider in Bond's room, uh, who who goes to Doctor No's island, gets the spider, then goes back Bond, and then a after the spider, Bond finds out that's him. Bond kills him. As his name was Anthony Dawson, he played uh, for the first couple movies. He was the one that actually played Blofeld. He was uncredited. Uh, he was also dubbed to have a deeper, scarier voice, but it, it it's a very, very good scene. The, that opening scene with Blofeld, Rosa Kleb, and Kronstein is very, very, very well done. Then there's also another agent in that comes in a, little, a couple minutes later in the conversation. Um, he is a Spectre agent. His name is, I don't remember his name in the film, but he is played by Walter Gotell, who in the, in the I think it's, I believe it's in the later Connery, early uh, Moore films. He will play General Gogol uh, in these films. If you know who that is, he's the, if you know this franchise, you will know who he is. He's the head of the KGB in these, in these films, uh, the head of the Soviet Union. Uh, he does not play this character in this film, um, which up until recently I actually found that out. Um, I'm like, oh, it's not the same character at all. It's a totally different character, just the same actor. Bond franchise does that a lot, which I don't, I don't, I don't mind that at all. It's just, I was like, oh, okay, it's cool. But yeah, up until a couple couple years ago, I was like, oh, it's not the same character. It's a different character. He plays a Spectre agent in this film. He does not play the character he plays later on in the franchise. But he's great he's great he's great in the role. He is um he's menacing and scary. Um yeah, it's it's good in the film. Um um Eunice Gason 
who was Sylvia Trench. She's the one that in Dr. No, who says, I, I admire your look, Mr. And then it cuts to Connery for the first time, and he says his, his famous Bond, James Bond, with the lighter and the cigarette, that's Eunice Gason, the, the dark-haired girl. She, as far as I can remember, she is the first and only Bond girl to be in two movies. She plays Sylvia Trench, like I said. She's the first and only girl, Bond girl, to appear in two, two movies. And in both films she's in, she's not even the main Bond girl. <laughs> I, I just think that's funny. That, that, that's just funny to me. You may not be funny to me, but whatever. Um, uh, Sylvia Trench and Bond are at lunch. And uh, Bond is called into the office. And one of my favorite scenes in this entire film, it's absolutely hysterical. I legitimately laughed out loud. Uh, Bond enters uh, the office, the MI6 office, and throws his hat on to the hat pole. And he goes, and for my next trick, and he enters the room, and Moneypenny is, stand is standing in her office with M, and Connor just freezes. He, he just freezes. And he's like, oh, hi. He, he, he didn't, didn't actually say this, but he's looking at him like, oh, hi, M. It's absolutely hysterical. He's like, oh, you're here too. And M just gives him a nod and just says, come on, let's go. Bond's like, all right, cool, let's do it. And they go on their the mission, and uh, and and he gets the mission to go to Istanbul to meet his contact, Karen Bay, and all this fun stuff. And it's um, the movie really kicks off there. That, that's when the movie truly starts. Bond's mission starts. Uh, Istanbul in this film looks great, and and. I mean that in a way of it looks dark and dreary and place where during the Cold War I maybe wouldn't want to go, at least from what this film is saying, or or um what what this film um what's the word I'm looking for is suggesting. That's what what I'll say. Um like like I say, like I said, Kieran Bay, the contact is a great contact. Love the character. The actor does him very well. I'm not going to... Don't worry. I'm not going to uh, try and pronounce his name. Again, the man is a very good actor and uh, sad, sadly passed away uh, soon after this film was released or right after he ended filming or something along those lines. But um, The score of this film, that, like I said earlier, there there is the song from Rush With Love that plays throughout this film, but there's also a score that... Mm, that 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 goes on throughout this film, and and it's this and, and it's the score to the song, and it's very very beautiful, and I love it. Um, there's a scene where Bond and Karen Bay are talking, and Karen Bay's like, "Let's go spy on the Soviets. Let's go do that." They go down to the aqueducts, and uh, Karen Bay has a has a telescope down there, and he looks into a meeting, and that's where we're introduced to, uh, at least Bond is introduced to uh, Daniela Bianchi, or, or um, I lost my mind, uh, Tad, uh, Tad 
Tatiana Daniela Romanova. Um, she's beautiful, like I said. But in 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 all seriousness, though, she is very good in this film. Um, and Vaughn gets to like, oh, that's her. They go back, do all this stuff, and uh, uh, um, um, oh my God, I'm losing my I'm losing my mind here, people, losing my absolute mind. Uh, Kieran Bay, his office gets bombed. He says to Bond that they should go to a gypsy camp. They go, they go to a gypsy camp, and yeah, it's it's pretty good. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still losing my mind here. By the way, people, people, still losing my mind here. Um, oh my God, I just forgot. This is sad. Back up a little bit. When he's in the meeting with M, he gets his mission. He gets, we, we get. The audience, everybody, gets their first look at Desmond Llewellyn as Boothroyd. The other actor who played him in the first film could not come back. They recast him, and Desmond Llewellyn never gave up the role until he sadly passed away. Uh, his first appearance on the franchise, uh, it's a very standard cue. I, don't even, I think he's still Major Boothroyd um, in this. He's just from Q Branch. But he is extremely extremely good in his limited role small role and no wonder they kept bringing him back time after time after time after time after time so back to the film they go to the gypsy camp um there's a fight between two two women they're fighting over men the fight is actually pretty well done uh for for a, a movie in the 60s especially the early 60s it's filmed pretty well and then as the fight's going on um, one of the, one of the, um, one of the guys from the beginning of the film, one of the Spectre agents, um, his name is Kree Lanku, uh, goes and raids the gypsy camp, and, uh, Bond, and Kieran Bay, and the gypsies fight Kree Lanku and Bulgarians. And it's 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 a it's a great scene. It's it's big in scope. It's big in action. It's pretty well done for a movie that that, that came out in the early '60s. The action's pretty well done. Connery does pretty well in, in the stunts. There's a couple times where he, where you can see he's flipping a guy or he's punching the guy. You can see that the guy is clearly spinning in the air and then falling down, or you punch the dude and the guy just falls back and to the water or something, he didn't actually punch him, but that's the 60s, that's fine with me, but that action sequence is pretty good, and I really enjoy it a lot, and it's, it's I, I never get tired of it whenever I watch it, because it's so much fun, um, Kieran Bay gets shot during the scene in the, in the arm, and the night afterward, they have to or that same night, excuse me, um, um, Kieran Bay and Bond have to go and shoot Krelanku, the guy who led the raid in the gypsy camp. And um, it's a great scene. It, 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 it's, it's a fantastic scene. Uh, Kieran Bay kind of has his own people, his, his family, his sons, and other, pe pe and other people who work for him. 
on on in in uh, in uh, Istanbul. They are his sons are police officers. They're not. They're just dressed up as police officers, and they knock on Krilanku's door. Krilanku goes through a movie poster where the actress's mouth, excuse me, the the actress's mouth opens up. He gets a rope out and he goes through it. Kieran Bay's like, I had to take that shot. The bond in the beginning with Q gets a gun that is kind of you attach everything and put the bullet in and all that. And it's a great scene. He and uh, Kieran Bay um, shoots Krilanku, kills him. And one of my favorite lines of the film after after Kieran Bay killed Krilanku is Connery, or I should say Bond, says, she should have kept her mouth shut. Because, like I said, the actress's mouth, the, the, her mouth opens through this big poster. And it's, it's pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty funny. Classic line. Love it. And then, after Bond goes back to his hotel room, the, the next day, or the next night, I should say, uh, Daniela Bianchi or Tatiana is in his room, and um, classic scene with her under the sheets. They have fun. They don't know that they're being filmed by Rosa Klebb. N- n- neither of them do, and um, it's a great scene. Sorry, sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. I know, but she's the good scene. It's a good scene. Um, and then the next morning, after they talk for a little bit, Bond and Tatiana go to um, find a contact. Contact is killed by somebody else. You don't quite know who it is. And as Bond, because Tatiana thinks she's working for uh, Rosa Klebb, and she does not know that, that Rosa Klebb does not work for the Soviets. She still thinks she, 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 Tatiana still thinks that Rosa Klebb works for the Soviets, but she's actually working for Spectre. Tatiana does not know that, but she knows what this Lecter is. It's a device that everyone wants. It's not exactly explained in the film what it is, but it's this device that everybody wants. And Tatiana is describing it. And this scene has a, and this, this, this scene's great because it starts on a boat. And Bond's recording her, what she's saying about the this elector, and one of my favorite bits. It's a great transit. It's a great transition. She goes off describing this elector, and then it kind of fades into another scene of Money Penny and M with the rest of the British Council, the the MI6 Council, I guess, and and it cuts, and and M is sitting there. Listening, and and Tatiana is describing the lector, and she and she's also saying these like, "Oh, James, hold me, I love you," you know, stuff like that. And then it's and then and then Bond Bond will say something like, "Focus, Tatiana, on the mission. Tell me about this lector." And then Tatiana finally gets Bond to loosen up a little bit, and she, and she, and she's like. You've never been anywhere before? And then Bond goes, well, there's this one time with them. 
And then M just goes, okay, money penny, that's enough. It was fantastic. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, it's just, it, it was so funny. And, and Bernard, Bernard Lee as M played that scene perfectly. Absolutely perfectly. It is so funny. I laughed out loud once again. Um, it, it is so, it, it's so funny. Um, another great scene is when they actually steal the lector at the train station. Uh, Bond and Tatiana get orders to go on the Orient Express, the train, because people, because back then that's how people got around by train. And it is, and Bond goes up to one of the guys and he's in Istanbul and he goes, is your and he and he looks down at his watch and he looks at the clock and then he goes to the to the tick guy and he says, "Are you sure this is the right time?" The guy says, "Yes, Istanbul clocks are always on time." And then you see Kieran Bay down down in the aqueducts again and he blows up and he blows up the station. Bond Bond Tatiana get out of there. They get the lecture. They get up. They get on the train. Kieran Bay. Uh, meets them on there, and they hightail it out of there. They see a a a Russian agent there. He gets on the train. Bond Bond takes him out. Um, but sadly, actually no, excuse me. Bond does not take him out. Bond captures him. Kieran Bay is stuck with him, and sadly, Kieran Bay does does sadly die and pass away. Uh, and it's made to look like both of them killed each other, like one slit, one throat, and then the other one slit, the other one's throat, or something like that, or, or something like, like, Kieran Bay killed him, and killed the contact, or the Russian officer, and then, and then Kieran Bay killed, killed himself, like he was a double agent or a traitor or something, then you realize that Red Grant is on the train as well, and he pretends to be a British agent and dupes Bond. Um, it, it's it, it, there's a great scene when they're having dinner, and Connery says something along the lines of, "You had a red wine with or white white you had a white wine with dinner. I should have known you weren't British or something along those lines." It was hilarious. It was great. And then one of the interesting things. Once they get back to their hotel room and and Grant um, Grant reveals himself as an agent of what Bond thinks is the Russian, then he re- and then he realizes that it's actually Spectre. Uh, he he calls Bond 007 instead of 007. It was very very funny to me. I was like, oh, that's interesting. They definitely changed that after this film. Absolutely, because from Goldfinger on, he's 007, and I think Bernard Lee, Bernard Lee even calls him 007 in both this film and from and uh, Doctor No as well. I think it's very very funny. Um, everything on the Orient Express, everything, the death of Kieran Bay and the Russian officer that's tracking them, everything on the Orient Express, the last. 40 or so minutes of this film, or 30, 30 of the last 40 minutes of this film 
is spectacular. The fight, the, the tension and the fight, um, or the, I, sh- I, I, I should say the tension before the fight between Bond and uh, Red Grant is spectacular. You don't know what's going to actually happen. You're like, what's Bond going to, how's Bond going to trick Grant into, how, how's Bond going to stop Grant? Oh, well, and once you and once you realize that, oh, the gadgets that Q gave him earlier on, like the tear gas from it, it, it inside of Bond's um, uh, Bond's uh, crap, what's the not suitcase? I I literally just blanked. I forgot to write it down. Dang it! Brief briefcase. That's what it's called. A briefcase. I'm not. I've been going for. Almost 33 minutes. I'm not turning around now. Not going to end it and just re-record the whole thing now. Anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> I'm making a fool out of myself. I sound so professional today. Sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. Sorry, sorry, everybody. No, I'm just having fun with these guys. I'm not really trying to be professional. I'm just trying to describe my love for this franchise. So, like I said, every everything. On the Orange Express, it's great. Above it all, the fight, that the t- the tension pre-fight and the fight between Red Grant and Bond is great. Um, Rob Robert Shaw, and they're in this tight area on the train in the train car in their room, and it's a very good fight. Robert Shaw is very and, and Sean Connery, they're both very very physical in this fight, and and it's very suspenseful. It's very good. Um, it, it it's just this this movie is a Cold War movie that has that, that 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 technically has nothing to do with the Cold War, but it's great. But 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 and it's great because it feels like a Cold War thriller at 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 its absolute finest, and I love it because of that, and I love it. So before Kieran Bay's death. He arranges for his sons to pick him, Bond, and Tatiana up. Or the Orange Express doesn't stop because one, because Kieran Bay was not able to tell the conductor about uh, the the getting off the train with the lecture and everything. So his sons are like, "Oh crap! What happened? The train didn't stop." So and that's and that's when Bond and uh, Red Grant are are having their fight. Once Bond kills Red Grant, him and him and Tatiana jump jump off the train at the next at the first stop, hightail it out of there with Grant's stuff. Because Spectre had an escape plan for Red Grant. Right, they hightail it out of there with Red Grant's ride. Helicopter goes for them because they found out that Red Grant is dead, and they bomb the truck that Bond is driving with the guy who was to pick up Grant. He knocked him out, and the helicopter sinks. the The escape and the helicopter sequence is great. It's fun action, and the boat sequence. Uh, after the after they escape the helicopter, they go by boat. They have plenty of of they have they have they have barrels of fuel, and they get stopped by Walter Cotel's character. Like I said, the guy who's going to be 
General Gogol later on in the franchise. The interesting thing about this scene the 19, they filmed it in nineteen sixty two, probably late six or early nineteen sixty three. They didn't have CGI or special effects like we have today. But there's a scene where Bond lets the fuel go, and he and he has a flare gun, and he pops some, and he pops off the the barrels, and Bond. And the and, and the Spectre agents are getting their boats are getting blown up and ca- caught on fire, and there's a sequence where there's one boat facing Bond, then there's another boat coming towards Bond as well. The boat the boat on the left blows up, the boat on the right c- catches fire, and then a sequ- and then and then there's a scene where the guy where a guy on the right boat's trying to reach to get his guys over, and an explosion happens, and you can see the guy. In the movie, he's shaking his hand. It's stunt, and he's 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 a stunt guy, and he's like, "Ow, ow, ow!" I just burned my hand, and the guy burned his hand. It was crazy. This is this is like, like 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 this of this this is a deep cut. In the, if you're a crew Bond fan, you would know this. If you've been a fan of this franchise for a long time, and you've talked to people who are also Bond fans. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, you see, you see this guy go, ah, like he's shaking his hand. He's like, I just burnt my freaking hand. It was great. I shouldn't say it's great. It, it's kind of cool to see that, but also I feel bad for that guy because he burned his hand. But yeah, that it shit happens, right? <laughs> just made myself laugh. Oh, that's such mean, but yeah, it's kind of funny no it's not it, the guy burned his hand really really bad because it's sad though because the guy the guy like reaches and the, and the thing blows up and he's like ow, 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 and he like falls down uh, and then the boat blows up it cuts and the boat blows up and everything you see you, you see mannequins just fly fly everywhere oh, it's fantastic such a good scene on to tatiana they escape and Movie ends basically right after that. Oh no, Bond finds the taping of him and Tatiana having sex uh, that happened earlier uh, with Rosa Klebb, and uh, he throws it in the river. Oh, it's so in there in Russia. He throws it in the river. Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. He's like looking at it, and then they kiss, and he just chucks it in the river. Oh, it's so funny. It's so good. It's so 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 good. This movie is. Is I mean, if you haven't seen this movie, first of all, what the hell's wrong with you? You I question you in life because this movie's great. This movie is 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 a Cold War spy thriller at its finest, and it has nothing to do with the Cold War technically. It it, it it's a fantastic movie. I love it. It's it's my favorite Connery Bond. It's in my it's it's in my top five. Bond film to all time. I believe I, I believe it is my number five. I love this movie. It is my favorite Connery Bond. If you haven't seen this movie, please, 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 please see it. It shouldn't matter that 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 this movie is made in nineteen or was 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 released in nineteen sixty three. Originally, it shouldn't matter. The movie is too good. 
to not see. If you want if you want to be a Bond fan, watch this movie. Watch all from one to no to no to, to twenty four and then twenty five when when No Time to Die comes out because this movie is legitimately, legitimately, legitimately a great movie. I love it. My, like I said, my favorite Connery Bond, one of my favorites of the franchise. So good. And every and everybody, that'll do it for the for this episode of the Chase McAndrew podcast. That is my review, my take on from Russia with Love, my favorite Connery Bond. Thank you, everybody. Have a great rest of your day.